What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is. Preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? The Celtic Warriors, James. Wardlow here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. Bye-bye. I will never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Yes. Let us uh, give a nice cheers and thank our bartender at Pants First Sports Network. We love you guys. Thank you for keeping the dive bar lights on. Otherwise, it'd be very dark and you can't find your beer in the dark. Uh, you could, but it'd be a mess. And I, they don't oh, pay yeah, me yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't pay me enough to clean up the bar. I mean, so. I'd have to do it. It would never work, you know. It's oh man, you, you just don't even want to know. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Da, 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 da. Wait, that's uh the A team. That's the A team. I don't I, think I, we I, have music for this. Well, that that's why we have to kind of acapella it. Then I did that, so it counts. Okay. Haven't you? Well, no, I don't been... think traditional. But now that we're on traditionally, network, yes, but we should. Yes, we should. We should talk to the boss man she and producer cool lady. You know, producer Look at lady us makes being all demanding. The God, someone dying yeah. called me Phil Brooks. Divas, just fuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. So, if you guys are new to um, to the show, uh, this is our. Um, our uh, annual first time ever Boozy Awards that we do at the end of the year. Um, Generally, because obviously we have our Wednesday show with those guys. They talk about the mainstream product. We talk about the not mainstream product. So Thursdays is always going to be that mesh of you're going to might see things that are from ROH uh, NWA, TNA, we've got um, new guests coming in that are not going to be your normal, you know, shoot craziness. We've got so many people that are, you know, we're we're trying to book in. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, this is it. You know, yeah. we, we are the indies of the IWC. There we go. Mm-hmm. We are better <laughs> than the PWI 500. Let's just say, or they're ranking for the year so yeah so if you're expecting that kind of stuff you probably aren't gonna dig this episode uh but hey but before we go on start did you it's your first one Mm -hmm. it is my first one what are you because you always have to you always have to pop your cherry once so what are you anticipating what am i anticipating yes a dumpster fire Really? Wow. You're you're a little bit more uh positive. Oh, you well, actually, no. You're you're a little bit more um I guess hopeful than I was. <laughs> hey, if you expect the worst, then if it turns out better, you're not wrong and it's good. Absolutely, absolutely. So um <clears throat> why don't we get it started? 
I'm so excited uh, for this. Sometimes now it matters to someone. <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah, if I get some kind of like nasty tweet or something in my Instagram DMs or something from one of you wrestlers that feels butt hurt, then oh. maybe have a look at what you're doing. Or it, people who are booking the product. Don't look reach at me. out to me. If you want to talk about it, we will keep it classy. We will keep it positive. Mm -hmm. You know, love you we or hate you. you on air. I'll, yep. I'll invite you to come on air. You I can call us out openly. Mm -hmm. Or if you happen to go on the Jericho cruise, I'll find you. But yeah. I don't even know who's going to be there other than Matt Cardona. And... Andy God, Matt Cardona. And... Chris Jericho. And oh yeah, and then CJ Perry, hot flexible wife. Look, I wonder if her husband is gonna be there because I'd love to meet Miro. But anyways, I, so anyways, look, I all I'm gonna say is please, CJ Perry, if you can get me an autograph of her, she was one of my favorite CSI characters. Of course, of course I will. Thank you. I will find her. I love her. She's like amazing. I I love I love her. So let's start it off. So <clears throat> we're going from the bottom to the top because that's what Drake did. Compliment does. sandwich. Yep. We did positive. So. Now we're working our way back to the to the top of the bun. Mm -hmm. So our first uh, boozy of the year is you're drunk. Go home. A superstar or storyline that you do not want to see anymore. Did you tell me one? All right. If you have a top I, I it's okay. Oh no, I have one. I I have oh, one. You only have one. Oh, see, I had hard times with some of these ones. Yeah, I know. Like Will Osprey is like right there. No, but we're we're gonna have to close off that category. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I um I went with the storyline because I don't think that I saw anyone that was really that bad that needed to just go home and stop the business. Uh, I did not like the violent by design um, whole thing with Impact Now TNA. Uh, and a lot of it came from the fact that it's been done before. And this was done in a way that didn't make any sense. Uh, sanity. Uh, which is pretty much the same faction. It was the same people pretty much. Uh, that was done way better. Two years ago, you know, and it took Sammy Callahan to bail that out. And when you have to bring in somebody that talented to completely shift your story, you know, it's not good. And I didn't, I didn't find it enjoyable. It just seemed kind of off. I mean, it was, it fell flat on me, you know, okay. These guys, that that's what they are. They're being another brute faction. Yeah. We had that with aces and eights. We've had that everywhere else. What makes you different? Nothing. There was no float to it that meant anything to me. You know, I was indifferent. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I just didn't care. And I think that's the worst feeling to have for any plot line. Wow. I, I hate things. <laughs> but we knew that. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, I got so more hate later. There's hate now too, but I will say this. Obviously, we know that I would put Ocean Spray up there, so you know he's part of this. But there were things other than Ocean Spray that I really mm -hmm. was oh hell no things I don't want to see anymore. And okay. I have 
a good two of them. Let's hear Number it. Number one. I don't want to see any of this devil bullshit in these masked people anymore. It's oh, dumb. God. It should have ended a long time ago. They've drug it out way too much. And it's ridiculous. And it, it doesn't do anything of... There's nothing of value. That, that what does this... the kids say? It's so cringe. It is. Uh, the second one is um i'm really and this is more of it's more i guess it's more the person really than the storyline but it all kind of adds in together i am fucking sick of roderick strong and that adam or whoever it is you know Renee, I, I'm, I'm sick of that okay it's annoying fans at the shows are annoying with this bullshit it's got to stop it's not funny it, it's just absolutely annoying and it's awful. It's awful. It's a poor use of such a talented guy. Yeah. I absolutely. I, I like this one more than the devil one just because that is the devil thing. Yeah, we get why they're doing it, blah, blah, blah. You know, mystery general manager, XYZ. We've seen that kind of shit before. Mm -hmm. But taking a guy like that and pretty much emasculating him when he's always portrayed such a strong character and he has so many more skills and you've seen them on TV and this is what you do with him. Yeah. 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 And the other, uh, the, you're drunk, go home. Mm -hmm. this, this is a superstar. And there's, there's actually, I think some people are going to rake me over the coals with this one. But I'm really sick. I'm really sick of John Moxley. I I was sick of him after the first three times he started bleeding on TV for no fucking reason. Well, this year in particular, because after um, he had to step up after um, Double or Nothing this year, he was supposed mm -hmm. to take a vacation. And he had stepped up enough, right? But he just got more and more and more and more and more. And I'm like, dude, like, when can someone else have as much airtime as you do? You're on every flipping show, except ROH. And then when he does go on ROH, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> quit taking spots from people. Well, it's not taking spots from people. It's that they and we've discussed this before. And I think this kind of sums up all of your issues. These people are in positions because the company does not provide the best welfare for their talent where the injury list after every pay-per-view is three four five deep doesn't even matter if they're from another company japanese it's wrestlers been have been bad. hurt lately not been that bad lately <laughs> lately that's that word okay from the last three mm -hmm. okay I attended two of the last three. It was like very minimal, maybe one person. Wow. You know me. I just think even one person is too many. I know, I know, I know. But the style of what they do. But yeah, so. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's my you're drunk peoples. So I, round of I applause. Hope there's been some collaborative, you know, I, I'd hope that people understand. If you don't, if you want to, you know, at me about something. I have an Instagram. She has all this other social media. Anytime. 
we we are not afraid of criticism. If we are wrong, please tell us why we're wrong. We'll tell you why we're right, but we'll have a dialogue. We're not afraid yeah. of that by any means. Yeah. So our next category mm-hmm. is our, you got me buzzing. This is a match or storyline you want to see next year. We do a, a okay. lot of people fantasy book. We do that quite often. And yes. unlike some people, ours have actually happened. Don't ask. Don't know why. Um, what is one that you are looking forward to? I I have two because I feel like I have a storyline match thing, and I have a, a superstar that kind of needs. Oh wait, hold on. I messed up my thing. Okay, so. Matches storyline that I want to see next year. Sorry, I thought I had two. I messed myself up. Um, I went with Sammy Callahan versus Jessica Havoc because it never gets old every time I see it. Like, if you, <laughs> you're probably only going to see it at Wrestling Revolver or some other place like that. Completely honest, it is not. A faux match, and you know, <laughs> if you interact with them on their Twitch, if you watch their character work at, at Impact TNA and the other places they've been, and you see that kind of gang up, it, it is kind of gimmicky, but it's also hilariously funny. Um, and it's just a good time watching those two work together because you can tell, like. In a weird way, when a couple gets it, like, that's a couple that gets it, you know. And watching Sammy Callahan, you know, take the fall, getting Tombstone Pile Drive, just kind of makes me smile. And I'm absolutely a Sammy Callahan mark, which is why I said, you know, Revolver as being the place to go for that. Uh, Now... I, I I apologize. I realized that I messed up my thing. So I thought I had two. I only have one. But but a a, a really 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 kind of tie-in second if I were to to throw it out there is I would. Love to see more done with the Death Dolls as a storyline because that it came out of nowhere and it just it hit me in the face with a level of nostalgia. Sure, it's Bill and Ted's excellent wrestling adventure, but it's two of the craziest gals on the planet and they pull it so well. Mm hmm. Did you hear my 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 actual one was? Uh, my actual one was uh, Sammy Callahan versus Jessica Havoc. Oh yeah, I want to see it again because they are so good. Yeah, I mean anything. <laughs> I mean almost anything that she does is I fucking love. Same with him. He's a problem. Well, I know a lot of people don't like him, but I don't care. Bad. That man is a game changer. Every that man time. is. That man is. Like that the whole hacker gimmick the WWE was trying to pull. Sammy did it first. Sammy did it better. 
Yep. And that's not the only time. Oh, yeah. No. No. I actually, in a weird way, with um, his promotion, I kind of like the fact of him and, and Mox teaming together. Yeah. Yeah. But he has, he has that's like, control of the book. He knows better. That is like perfection right there. That's like probably for me, best Mox is that. Well, yeah. you know, oh, once the show's over, I got some things to tell you. Oh, yay. Mm, gossip, dirt, you're not getting it here. Oh, no. <laughs> a, a future guest. Oh. Okay. So yeah. for me, there's a couple of things. Okay. I obviously, I want to see Danielson Sabre Jr. too. Okay. Because I agree. It was not a submission. And I think that that has to be the stipulation. It's like the win I, it has to come submission via submission. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, the knee. Yeah. No. Yeah. To me, that's not a that's not a real win. So that I definitely want to see, and I will make sure that I'm wherever that happens. I want to be there, unless it's somewhere like very expensive as far as airfare goes. But anyways, mm -hmm. that I want to see. The other mm -hmm. match also involves Danielson. Mm -hmm. But I want to see Starks get his fucking win over Danielson finally. Yeah. I thought we were going to get it and then all this shit happened. But I really want to see that. Just right. like how Ed got his. But with, with Ricky and all of those matches this year, I think that, yeah, you didn't pin me. He never mm -hmm. pinned him. That... Ricky needs his day. Every dog has their day. So that's one I really want to see. That I think that's a very fair statement. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's interesting to me that Danielson, he's really like for him in his last, and this is since it is his last year, those I think are the two that, you know, need to be, I think, tied up before the end of his, his run. Yeah. And I have a wrong. feeling that his last show, they will make sure that there's a pay-per-view in Seattle. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> Let me know. Uh, let's see. The, give them a chance. Somebody Ooh. you want to see get a bigger push this next year. Okay. I alluded to her on episode one. Um, Erica Damia. That's A-I-R-I-C-A-D-E-M-I-A. -I -I -A. Just a very young talent. But as I said, she's obviously been trained for a long time now. Uh, her gimmick, it's, you know, it's very anime. It's very, you know, weird. But at the same time, she makes the character work and the in-ring work make sense. And you can find this lady on YouTube, some of her matches are up there. She did a daddy, it was a daddy-daughter match where it was her and her dad tag teaming against another dad and daughter or something. And it was just like, oh my God, this is so cool. And they did a vignette beforehand where there was some sort of pseudo-romance between her and the guy and the dad disapproved. And it was just so over the top in a very anime way. And you can tell he knows nothing about this. But it works so well. She knows what she's doing. And I want to see her by a push. I want to see her get out there on the indies and make a bigger name for herself than she already is. 
very good one. Um, one of the ones that I have, there's a catch 22 with it, mm -hmm. is the one who I strongly feel, and we'll, we'll talk about him more, but I talked about him on episode one before, mm. is Brian Keith, the bounty hunter. It looks like he's been doing a lot more ROH. Is he signed? As far as I know, no. No. But he's had such great... That match with him and Orange Cassidy, and let me tell you, I haven't seen Orange Cassidy like step it up in quite a long time. That's a beautiful Because they match. worked together before. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if you worked with, together with someone before. But that was... You're taking Orange out of the same stale elements that he's in and building upon. So I think that it's very, um, it's a it's a good choice and it's very impactful. The sad part about it, why I don't, is because then we might not see him as much on the indies anymore. Because look at Lee Moriarty, I mean, because he really doesn't do much, but he was on the indies. I mean, he was yeah. on the West Coast Pro for a while, and you know, and any chance he gets, he he comes back. But you know, I think that that's that's um, Brian Keith, the Bounty Hunter, is one. And then actually, I'll even go and say Lee Moriarty, too, because yeah. I like the fact he's with Shane Taylor. I hope that Shane Taylor, again, that's another person who gets that push because Shane Taylor is that awesome. And I don't know. Did you see the match with him and Keith Lee? I did not. Okay. Uh, it, yeah, sadly, it did. It did not disappoint, one. And two, it's a testament to how much like Shane has stepped up his game. He looked tiny. In comparison to Keith Lee, where mm -hmm. if you go back and look, that never was the case. They were almost like equal, or he was a little bit bigger than Keith Lee. But damn, I was like, God damn, I've never used the word, and I actually told him this I've never used the word tiny in relation when describing him. And I, I told him I had to laugh. I said, Because you look really tiny against keith lee and he is i am not i said i know yeah, I said, isn't like, that weird but they said go back and look look at yourself i mean really look and say yeah it was it was a big difference and i think that those three men right there have the potential to do a lot of damage and bring a lot of eyes to not just the roh but just but in general to that product that yeah. is in a positive light and something that it won't feel forced. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause when yeah. you can tell when it's, it's being forced and it's being, and I use the term corporatized. It's mm -hmm. not two guys that have a chemistry doing things. It's, well, you're going to work with this guy, go do things. Oh yeah. absolutely. I think that the latter is corporatized. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, you know, for me, those are three. I mean, another one that I, I know because, um, Brian Keith told me this, but, um, because obviously from Texas, you know, Shane Taylor's based in Texas now, they've had a lot of matches together. So I need, he told me to go look up some of them because they've had some really bangers of matches. So I definitely yeah. want to go back. We'll, and, we'll have to put them up and do some, uh, watch alongs. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That, Absolutely. That might be a thing. We pick a couple of matches, me yeah. and Mark, and mm -hmm. make mm -hmm. a show up, do a special. We've done those before. We've done those yeah. before. They've worked out pretty, pretty damn well. 
Um, so let's see here. Well, this one's kind of hard. The sorry to see you go. The person cut or you're going to miss the most. Mm. <sighs> the thing is, not a lot of people were cut. That's the, just the wording I don't really necessarily like in this one. Because obviously you and, well, Marsh is, is not sorry to see Sean Spears retire. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think, never heard um, of. Hmm? I actually have a name. You do? Who? Mm -hmm. Schultz, the handsome one. Oh. Uh, Schultz is a huge part of the EU scene, and he's finally getting his last match, his retirement match. He's finally done. Um, and this is just a guy who's put his blood, sweat, and tears into the business. And if I'm understanding right, he's going to be taking a backstage role uh, somewhere. And that that's kind of his transition. So he's getting one last match. And this guy had it all. When he says he's the handsome one, he's pretty. You know, he's not just pretty. He's got the athleticism of Rick Rude. But with an attitude similar to Gunter. Mm. So, it was just so much there. And I am sad to see him go. And, you know, it hurts me. Hurts me deep. Yeah, I was trying to think of who, um, <clears throat> of what I watch. Um, who was really cut from anything? Um, to be honest, there's some people I'm like, Ugh, great. I mean, you're going to come on the Indies hardcore. Um, yeah. but I think of the product that I watch, um, shoot. I want to say, let me think. Um, hmm. This is a very, this has been a very hard one because, you know, most people have gone away on their own accord, but I guess if you really want to say someone who, um, was, mm, I don't know, it's, it, it's hard because I really don't think there is anybody because everyone's either, you know, either left because they wanted to leave or whatnot. And um, and honestly, I really couldn't think of anybody. I mean, but... That's fair. Yeah, but I think the one really, if I will say, and it's a controversial thing, only because mm -hmm. they've really, since they've taken their hiatus, they haven't been around, is the Bucks. I like the young yeah. bucks. I, you know, a lot of people don't like them. I like the young bucks, and you know, I I personally feel that you know they <clears throat> are really the, you know, they're they're kind of the ones that I kind of put the blame on the spot monkey, spot monkey wrestling, because that's what they do. Yeah, um, you know. I personally, myself, like, you know, that stuff's fun to watch, but, you know, 
at the end of the day, do we need that? Not always, because there's a big, since there's such a big Lucha Libre, like push out there that we don't really need that necessarily. So, but I do, I do, in my own weird way, I do miss the Brothers Jackson. And you guys can at me at that because I, I, I actually do like the young bucks. So, yeah. And I miss the old bucks, the bucks of old. Okay. I miss the old young bucks. So, like, there is yeah. no shame in liking someone just because I particularly don't like them. Whatever. I mean, that's, that's fandom. It happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, hey, um, <clears throat> it happens. So, I guess our next category is dressed to impressed. Who has the best gear? Now we should always also on this other end of the spectrum too. There's a lot of really bad gear, so I don't know why we didn't get negative on this too. But yeah, well, 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 who did you say who's got some of the best gear? Kyrie, particularly her stardom gear. Kyrie Shane is amazing. As a performer, as a talent, and the gear is always spot on, very on point. It's flexible, fashionable, functional, and you want to see it again, and you're not going to see the same gimmick twice. So <clears throat> that's what it is, and in particular, the stardom gear this year. Um, for me, with best gear, it's more of presentation. Okay. And I think that as a whole, and including Julia Hart, House of Black has some pretty legit badass shit that they can do. I hear you. And, you know, and it's <clears throat> one of those ones where even like with Brody doing his, you know, solo stuff in the Continental Classic, because he swung a little bit off from the normal, you know, trios aesthetic. It was more tailored toward this is that, you know, the Brody King that yeah. I know from the Indies to when he was like managing Julia and he's in his like little like Brody King playing dress up, you know, just that style and everything. You made it look good. Don't lie. Just, it, looks, it looks really good. Julia, amazing. Like, I mean, yes. it all as a package works. If the only good. successful thing AEW ever produces is Julia Hart, there's success in my book. Yeah, even Sky Blue, what they're doing with her right now. Yeah, but it's but Julia, Julia though was the whole the different level. Yeah, Julia is definitely a whole different level. Um, other gear that I want to give some honorable mentions to. Let me tell you who I think has the worst gear. The worst gear has to be Black Pool, Pool Combat Club. Mm -hmm. For as much TV time as you get. Mox always looks like a bum. Eddie, come on, Eddie. You're wearing fucking two belts. Come on, Eddie. I mean, no offense. I mean, that's his charm. Um, Big Bill, dude, you're wearing a fucking belt. Come on now, man. Step it up. And I'll even say, this is going to shock people. Ricky Starks. You're here. First of all, I've said this before wow. in episode one. No, you haven't. You've never said a bad word about him. Don't. Well, this is where I said bad. Now. I think about Ricky. I'm not lying. His okay. trunks. Whoever makes his trunks, and it's that global wrestling gear guy. 
he started making for him his trunks in um, NWA. He made the pair that he won the um, TV title in um, when he won it at Hard Times. Mm -hmm. They don't fit him right because is either his ass eats the shorts or they're too they're too small his ass is in there they're too small because then he's always pulling the front of them and it's you know it's kind of distracting okay now of course you know i noticed because yeah that's me but i've had other people who don't normally notice and they were like why is dude pulling on his pants like, like well shit if you yeah but also his old <clears throat> gear the person who made it was miss sandra she put it because she knows aspect there but she put a little gusset thing in the back and the butt so what does that do it kind of holds it in right and gives it just a little bit of lift but you never back in the day you never saw him picking his fucking trunks out of his ass you never saw him pulling the front because his trunk's gonna fall out you never saw that you never saw that you know now, what i'm gonna find funny you do and him wearing white all the time either looks like a diaper or I used to say this about Zack Sabre Jr. Sometimes it can be a little pornographic. I'm just saying. Just saying. All I was going to say is watch. He's going to actually look at this episode and he's going to call you out. <laughs> no, I've, I've talked to him about this. He knows my disdain for that. He was like, well, why are you looking? And I go, because sometimes the camera angles are so shitty. If you go back and look at some of these camera angles... Yeah, they catch you in these moments and whoever's in the truck, you know, they're not they're not paying attention because there was one time that it was on dark. I told him, I said, we everybody almost saw your balls. That's not a good look. I don't you know, thank God it wasn't on national TV and it was only on YouTube. But still, dude, like people, not people don't want to see that. that that's fair. That is very fair. And a lot of people are going to be, why are you complaining about that? It's just sometimes, you know. That's how you get removed off TV, really. Like, you, yeah. I'm only trying to help him out. Okay. I'm only trying to help him out. Want to see him more, to... not less of him. Yeah. But also, um, I will give an honorable mention to some good gear to Sammy Guevara. Because he does get new gear quite often. Especially when it comes to... Also, even doing like special, like special, like maybe like one-offs here and there, or pay-per-view. Ricky was doing that, and then he stopped. It was very, I was very underwhelmed at full gear. Very underwhelmed at um, uh, Wrestle Dream because he recycled the outfit that he wore at Revolution, which I, I liked. Mm -hmm. um, the trunks did fit a little bit better, I thought, but not completely better. But because it still sags, so you know when you got a when you got a peach like that, you got to accent that shit. That's all. I, that's all I know. It's good for TV. Looks good. It's good. Right. When it's not, it, no. yeah. So so now yeah. we are at the behind the scenes. Best story that wasn't on TV or person that you like their charity work? Hmm. 
Hmm. Well, you know, <clears throat> with charity work, it's weird because you really can't. They don't. I mean, there there's some attempts that like some of these companies do, but I always feel like the one who does it the best is really WWE. But I feel that because John Cena isn't around as much, you don't hear about that as much anymore. He has the most um, make a wish granted ever. Like he, mm-hmm. he's number one. Yeah. Um, but I will say that um I think probably if we were to look at like really one of the best stories that you really didn't see on TV. And I think that this year for him, it's very big is uh, Big Bill. Yeah. I mean, I think that with him being very open about his past, and I think that that's not only just helped him, but I think it's helped a lot of other people as well. Yeah. and especially to have him, like, I think he was the face, wasn't he, like, the face of, like, Mental Health Month in October? Because I remember there was a couple of times where I saw him doing For some, some places, yes, but I know he does a lot of work with that as he's, you know, and we can all thank the real one, Enzo Amore, for helping him get his shit together. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that, which says, you know, the lesson of Big Bill. Your real mm-hmm. friends will stand by you when you're making money or you're not. When you're good mm-hmm. and then you're bad. Yep. Absolutely. And I think that um, I think that for him that that's probably the biggest for him. It's the biggest highlight. And it's also nice that he now, yeah, he's a belt. And, but he's got a platform of something that, you know, that for him, I mean, I don't want to say that you know, he like lucked out or anything like that. I think that this mm-hmm. was the timing was right for him. And, yeah. yeah. I, Not everybody gets that. And you can see that. Yeah. So. He, he took his time. He did some independence. He worked at impact. Um, and then he, he moved on up. They've got him on uh, a W now he, from where his career was, which it was shattered. He was fired. It was over with. To now he's back on the horse and off the wagon. And I, you know, we all should be giving yeah. that man a big round of applause. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was hoping he'd be on the Jericho cruise. But yeah, well, Jericho cruise, that means someone else has to be on the Jericho cruise. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. They haven't announced the lineup, and this is the first time that they. We're going in. All, it's less than a month away, and they haven't announced who's wrestling. It's New Japan all over again. Mm. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, who is yours? Um, I'm going to double dip the well, but it's in the same vein. Um, recently, Jessica Havoc, and predominantly a lot of the Impact ladies in the locker room, were very passionate about mental health, and she's been you know, very upfront about some of the things she's went through and some of her trials and tribulations that she's like, for a fact, did you know Jessica Havoc has had wrestled Luna Vachon? Really? No. Mm-hmm. Mm. She's been around a while and she's she's paid her dues and then some, but she's also been through a lot. 
Yeah. You know, and for her opening up about that, and especially, like, if you watch her church community, she is very, you know, she's loving as she can be to that, but her community is fostered around that idea of mental health supportive community, and that's because that's what she's developed in her personal life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, seeing that on other podcasts and things of that nature and her being, you know, giving herself out there, you know, because telling your personal story the, the shoot person, that's hard. Yeah. But doing it to tell it to help other people to know they're not alone, that's a whole nother level. Yeah. She's an amazing person. She's one of my, really? my favorite people. And I, I get a lot of people give me shit about that, but I'm like, she's one of my favorite people. Yeah, I don't care. And, you know, but, you know, it's like you gotta, like, you have to really, like, understand sometimes, like, with certain people, like why with people, like why they're their their favorites. And I will even I will even say, you know, if you like Phil Brooks, you know, I don't know why, but you know what? I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna damn you for that. You can like Ocean Spray. Again, I don't know why you would, but I'm not gonna sit there and because that's that's what you like, you know. I just don't I don't like when people try to tell me, like, I need to like something because I, I can it back you know? to the eighties. Okay. You had some people who were big into Roddy Piper. You had some people who were big into Hulk Hogan and all this other stuff. But it, back in those days, the one thing you could always say is you appreciated each other as fans. And we've kind of lost our way in that degree, but that's, a whole other show. That's a whole other <laughs> And the, I will say this. And like I used to say many moons ago to people. Mm -hmm. That back in the day. Like when I was doing my indie stuff. It wasn't really until 20. End of 2017 maybe. Mm. That. Um, actually I'll say. Beginning of 2018. That's when. Mm. Um. Twitter, the IWC on Twitter or the IWC in general became shitty. It yeah. never was like that. All the pettiness and the, you know, and whatnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's some key players out there that I will point fingers at who still fuel the flames. There's a reason they call them the dirt sheets. I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, but some of these people are just like, <laughs> anyways, they're people. Uh, but anyways. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, I will say this. I do miss, and this was funny because I actually had a conversation with somebody about this recently, is I actually miss having um, Cody, honorable mention, with his pro wrestling T-store when he was in AEW. Anytime there was some kind of like, I don't know, Pride Month, it was, you know, Black History Month, what, whatever, he had some kind of shirt. Okay, went to charity. I thought that was brilliant. Okay, I missed that. I'm not be. I'm a little bitter because you know he never got around to doing AAPI month in May. Um, a little upset that you know the Usos and Roman and all that they don't do anything for fucking that month and give proceeds to, you know, Asian American Pacific Island Heritage Month. Come on now. Well. To, but, to be clear, not everybody posts about what they do and what they give back. Well, I know, I know, but but the shirts though, that's a yeah. big thing. I would do that, like you know. Which would you? Which would you rather have? 
Is them mm-hmm. to be posting it on social media about a shirt and, you know, mm-hmm. making it a whole thing or them behind the scenes giving everything that they need to to make sure the cause is successful? Well, obviously the other. But there are some people who don't. And even that that's a minimalistic thing. So, but it's just the awareness of like with like fans and stuff like, oh, yeah, this that's, is, you know, yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, totally you know. Fair. As a side part of that, though, too, is you don't <coughs> want to get involved in too many things and too many causes because then the causes start owning you. Yeah. So that can that can be a problem, too. Yeah. Now, I do say, and I'm going to give a shout out to um, Righteous Reg out there when they come out with the um, uh, their version of the PWI, the Black PWI. I will say that um i think it's pretty awesome they there's what i like is it's not one gender and another gender it's it's a mix in there so i think that that's pretty pretty badass so um i think that that's really great and it's funny because it also this year stirred a little bit of controversy producer lady here thanks for tuning in Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks.